0: Hey, everybody. This is Zoe Midler, Digital Literacy Specialist for the Boulder Valley School District, and this is Episode 3 of Not a Rocking Chair Librarian. Today, we have another mobile maker kit being returned to us by Didi Pazur from Fireside Elementary, and we're going to hear some of her um, observations and reflections on using the kit. And so stay tuned. Dee's next. Okay, here I am with Dee Dee Pazur from Fireside Hi. Elementary, and Dee is returning um, the mobile maker kit, mm-hmm. and we're just chatting about um, observations that Dee Dee like to share with all of you about use of the kit and student disposition. So I'm going to stop talking, and Dee I'm going to let you talk. And Dee, you can hold this to your okay, oh, just like you're, right. like you're having a conversation. You're right up
1: there. If you want Hi, to... everybody. Um, so this was the first time we, we had the maker kits in the past, but the teachers were using them, and so this was the first time that I was the facilitator of all of the devices and equipment, and um, some of the things that I was pretty impressed with is student independence. I was withholding some of the technologies from the younger students just because I felt like they were not ready for them or they might not be able to handle them carefully. Um, but the first graders spotted the Osmo coding kit when um, it had been left out for an older group. And because they were interested in it and I didn't want to deny them, I let them try it with close supervision. Um, and they, Boy, they didn't need me. As soon as they figured out how to do it, they started planning ahead there ended up being nine first graders surrounding both of the osmos and their mission was to figure out how to make the longest possible code and use as many tiles as possible so they planned ahead um, they did a lot of cooperative teamwork um, a lot of discussion it was it was ex- enthusiastic but they were calm and appropriate with the equipment which was quite fragile Um, and they were so excited and delighted when their program worked but when it didn't work they were also able to troubleshoot um, fail and then try again and succeed, which was our entire mission was to have the kids try again. Did they
0: have conversations when it failed, or did they? Oh yes, know immediately absolutely. What was
1: wrong, well, or? that one of them would say that didn't. That's wrong. That needs to be turned this way. And the okay. other one went, Oh yeah. And then the other kids were pulling tiles and, and saying we're going to need this next. Okay. So that was. And then they were figuring out some of the things that I hadn't even figured out about how to plant flowers and how you can gather the flowers for oh, points. So it. they had it. They had it down in no time. Um, so that was. I loved Osmo when I was recommending that to families for Christmas when they were asking me for advice. Um, A caution. the, the Moss Robot Construction Zombitronic Kit. I would recommend not using this in elementary school. It is loaded with a bunch of um, magnetic be- remo- removable BBs which are not only choking hazards for our younger kids, but are loss hazards. So we, I opened it, looked at it, and said no thank you. So that would be better for small groups, for individual students, for for highly trusted students. Well, and let me
0: tell you too, they're discontinuing that. So Cubelis makes this, but Cubelis isn't going to, it's just not a, it's not a big seller for right. them. And okay. because I think there's a complication associated with it and there's lots of little parts and anyway. They know that their bigger bang comes from their buck with cubes. Absolutely so they're not. So this won't even be in future kits. Okay, yeah. good to know
1: because that I don't recommend that one, especially at elementary. Um, speaking of cubelets, we have one of our most heartwarming stories with our cubelets. We um recently had a pair of twins join us from Russia with not a word of English in their um, ability kit. And the, the young boy was extremely nervous and sad about being here um, and was not willing to participate in any activities, didn't, just didn't wanna be here, very much did not wanna be here. Well, we had, and he stuck very, very close to his sister at all times. And as soon as I showed them this, these different items, I showed his sister Osmo and she got to work immediately on that without a word of English, figured out how to code programs. So, we are talking about a universal language, language. here um, that that these kids may not speak the same spoken language, but they can speak the same computer language. so she got to work on coding with other kids, and they were cooperating and working and I was able to gently extricate her brother, <laughs> move him over to cubelets, and then he was unstoppable He start, it was try, you know trying i couldn 't explain to him what they did I could show him a little bit what they did, but he took them out of my hand. As if to say I got this <laughs> and just wanted to find out for himself what they did so it was a lot of discovery learning just hands-on trying things out I was not offering much guidance at all it wasn't instructional from my point of view is that they were to teach themselves to learn through trial and error and boy did they nail it so it was, it was a really amazing week of code we did um, kindergarten through fifth grade and I also demonstrated Sphero for preschool and <laughs> They would pick Spiro up and kiss Spiro and hug Spiro. <laughs> so I sanitized Spiro after that. But it was adorable. They personify these things. So a lot of the kids yeah. are talking to the robots. Um, the, the Dash and Dot are always a huge hit. That was a blast, and we made sure that we were recording appropriate messages for the audio. <laughs> um, we did not do some of these, some of these kits that have the, the consumables we didn't bother with, so we didn't do the makey-makey. We, we asked not to have the sewables. So that's more of a kind of a one-on-one, maybe recommend to a family to get or have a small group working with it for, for some specific need. Um, connect, same thing. <coughs> we got them out and realized that with all the small parts yeah. the management piece there wasn't great and it's not as front tech
0: party okay so dd got cut off because we hit our five minute limit <laughs> on anchor fm but she was just wrapping up by saying the connects um, was also a situation where there were a lot of small parts and um just from a management perspective and having the center type approach you were using it probably wasn't real conducive to being able to monitor and keep everything together and appreciate the feedback how about kiva planks did you use the kiva oh planks?
1: my gosh the kiva planks were a huge hit with all ages and what interested me is that most kids went to a structure, they, they built structures. A lot of kids, the goal was to tall, make the tallest yeah. possible structure that they could make. But what I loved was the, the outside of the box thinkers, the kids who are artistic. I had one girl make a mural of a cat using Kiva planks that filled almost the whole end of the library. Oh, and right. it was amazing. So to, to tell them there are no real limits on this, don't break anything, try things out, mm-hmm. do whatever your imagination wants you to do, Um, really freed them up, so instead of doing a lesson and teaching it and saying this is how it goes, it was more like, this is kind of the gist of what this does, have at it. Did you learn things? Oh, I totally learned. There were some <laughs> things that I had never tried out or never used before, yeah. and I got to once I got the kids started. They were—you don't need classroom management with these, right? Because the kids are managing themselves. They're so excited. They're engaged. They're engaged. There's yeah. no temptation to be off task because everything around them is exciting and fun and new. So, um, did did anybody mash
0: anything up? Because we've seen that happen, where like you know you made a you obstacle know, course well, with the Sphero. I mean obstacle
1: course with Kiva and then Sphero and negotiated the course because I was a little with the inventorying and the management piece and being concerned about having to pay for lost pieces. We tried to keep things fairly yeah. separated. That might be something I would consider in the future as intubas and kiva planks being okay. particularly complementary to each other. So let's back that up for a minute. So I've heard you say a couple of times, mm-hmm. you know,
0: you knew these were on loan, you didn't want to lose pieces what would your world be like if you owned the pieces if, if we just owned in, our, our pieces our <laughs> world it would be a whole look at that dream new look on our world. Like, oh dream. my gosh the freedom yeah. and
1: the avenues and of course we would still be very very careful with things but i wouldn't feel quite so paranoid you wouldn't paranoid. have that very exactly about it, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, and, and we certainly we are actually now that we have tried all these um we're pursuing some grants through the in, through the innovation grant funded great. by google um and we're shooting for the moon and asking <laughs> For um, 15 of each of most of these, except 15. for the 15 of each, okay. and then 30 iPads, so that we can have a traveling a mobile cart where people could have um, you know partners mm-hmm. using each of the devices, and we could have to, we could accommodate two classes with 30 iPads. So that is our mission is to try to get as many of these items in 15 um, as possible, and we found educational value in almost absolutely everything in this Great. kit. And then there were just the few things that were hiccups in terms of management that we that we wouldn't choose because. They're not feasible to use in an elementary classroom.
0: So let me remind you, too, that um, a lot of the, um, you know, the ordering we did, uh, you can go through Mackin to get the stuff, and it'll oh. come with barcodes. So all this stuff is barcoded. So that way, if say somebody just wanted the dash and dot for the day or whatever, they could check it out. We put it through Insignia so you can track and you can see who's using what, how often they're using it, and also help you with that part of managing all the parts and pieces. And is the price
1: comparable to Um, other sources? Well, it depends. So
0: the way that we set it up is because we didn't want you guys and and office administrators spending a lot of time trying to hunt down the best deals. Mm -hmm. We go through MAC and is there a a slight charge, upcharge for that? Yes. But they do all the barcoding and Mm -hmm. they single, they kind of source it all through one place. so you can go through the trouble of getting the stuff yourself mm, depends on osmo <laughs> osmo only sells direct they don't it's oh, very okay. it's very difficult i Love mean osmo they go they do do some retail bother. stuff but that. they oh, do they do sometimes oh. go through retail but it's easier just to order through them direct. But anyway, better news is that this sounds like it served its purpose in giving you guys that taste of maker education mm-hmm. and now you know some things and components and right. parts you want to go go for. That's really fantastic. So Jonathan Warshaw said that this was like the poo-poo platter. <laughs> exactly. The that, sampler was it? platter. I was thinking, I called it the sampler platter.
1: <laughs> okay. um, to just give everybody a little taste and also to observe the kids and say, how can this be connected to content standards? Because we can't just have playtime. Right. Playtime's great and right. it's wonderful and it's an important part of childhood maybe during recess. but. Everything that we do needs to be connected to meeting those standards. But and maybe so, initially
0: when you did those centers, it was a little bit of playtime just getting them used to the tools and understanding. It was, yeah. but that's the
1: introductory. You always have to have an introductory piece, but we were able to see how can we use this Great. for measurement or number sense or how can we use this um, even, you know, language arts, write a story or create a map for the for the Ozbots or Ozbots right. to follow mapping skills. and. And you saw a lot of essential skills. Like we talked about
0: the sharing, the collaboration, mm-hmm. the confidence building, you know. And the girl who, craftsmanship, and the
1: girl who wanted to make them. Oh, with amazing! The yeah. Well, and our and our little boy from Russia, that he was so traumatized and terrified, and then we gave him the the cubelets and he was ecstatic. So, um, yeah, built his confidence almost instantly.
0: Okay, we only have a few seconds left. Thank you, Dee, Dee very very much. Thank and we'll you. publish this for you. Fantastic. <laughs> okay,
1: bye bye.